I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey, everyone. Hi. Great to connect with everyone. Whoa, we've got some energies moving and shaking planetarily. Uh, We're going to be talking about that. We have a great guest coming back on the program. It's been on before, uh, Dr. Lenore Murciana Luna. We're going to be diving in about the conscious feminine, uh, which is interesting. I've got a post on my uh, Instagram I'm walking. Some of you know I walk. I go visit the chickens, and also there's this one place where there's just one chicken that I visit and get my um, <clears throat> beef cap, cappuccino. And I look up, and there's a this billboard out in the middle of nowhere that says Patriarchy R.I.P. Rest in peace. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then our guest is conscious feminine. So. I don't know what's next. It's got to be a blending of the matriarchy, patriarchy, the third way, and some of you have been hearing me talk about that. Uh, if you want to listen by phone, the number is 347-539-5122, And press 1 on your keypad if you want to get on air, if you want a reading or want to just share anything, say, hey, whatever it is. Um, you got to press one on your keypad. <clears throat> so I see people in the queue. But if you want a reading or want to talk or share or whatever, the number is 347-539-5122 and press one on your keypad if you want to get on there. If you're listening by phone, that's totally fine as well. So, uh, God, always great to connect with all of you. Like I can feel your energies, even though I don't always see you. Um, but I would like to see you on my YouTube page. Um, love for you to connect there, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache. I'll just go to Soul Awakening or Michelle Mache. Um, I do pick a card readings. I'm going to have some other offerings as well because I've been in an extra creative mode um, in regards to meditations and hypnotherapy and things, tool, more tools and talks to help people. Um, just understand the process of what we're going through as a collective and individually. But it also gives me a chance to um, share some of my gifts, so I always love doing that. If you want a deeper dive, more personal work, you can always work with me at soulplayground.life for personal readings. But I'm finding um, I have you know a Patreon uh, group. And I do do readings there for people. We dive into spiritualism, metaphysics, 
it's really a great source of support, insight, inspiration. Um, we have a great group of people that go through that. So that might be something, because I've been hearing people saying, you know, some people that I've talked to, like, we're, you know, wanting to study, wanting to learn. And, of course, I always have courses and classes. I have a dream interpretation um, and dream lab coming up the end of this month and also doing a um, interplane journey in through the astral. I'm going to be terraining the astral. Um, and also it's with a sound bath. So it's accompanied with sound and tones to help with the transmission. So if that's something you're interested in, you can go to soulplayground.life um, courses and events. And you can find out more information. You can even uh, sign up for my blog, and I'll keep you posted. Um, if you uh, sign up there on Soul Playground, um, it goes to a list, and then I just keep you posted as to what's coming up, energies of the of the month, because I do the numerology on the um, website. It's interesting for me because being a you know a psychic, natural psychic, and then starting to channel in my um, I guess 20s that's put me on this path with all the you know for spiritualism and metaphysics actually that started at 13 um, and even before because I was already seeing spirits and what you might call ghosts and we had poltergeist at my house and um, I saw a lot of psychic phenomena as an infant and a child and into my teens and um, some of it was kind of scary um, some of it was just pretty amazing stuff. So I've always had this interest. And therefore, in all my studying and training, I, I, I studied astrology, and I love astrology, and I love numerology. Um, I don't do as much of it. I just, except on my blog, I love doing the, the highlights for numerology. I will do it individually for my clients, um, anybody that books a personal session. And then um, also the astrology and the numerology. And in my soul path reading, I do a whole soul path layout, astrology layout. And then I like to blend a little of the numerology and then the psychic and, and channel guidance. And I guess for me, it's like, it's like playing multiple instruments. I don't the, – the psychic and channeling is always with me. It's no effort. You know, um, astrology, you have to look up the aspects, you know, the, the psychic ability and working with guides. I just get to a different – frequency and just open up to receive the information or I get guided that way and the numerology obviously you have to figure it out you know numerology and astrology a little more brings in a little more the left brain but I do love it all and you know feel blessed to be versed in it um, because it does it does help it does answer so many things that are going on and I know right now there is a lot going on for a lot of people, myself included. Everyone is feeling a crunch, you know, a push, exhausted. There's so much to do, so much more to do. And, and part of that is, you know, the mental-emotional plane that we are navigating through with all this upheaval and emotional tumult because we are in the place of the unknown. We're foraging. We're foraging and forging ahead. We're foraging. We have to forage to see what's staying with us. What do we need to let go of? What, what are our gifts? What are our talents? What are our resources? 
what's our next direction? This is like foraging through the earth plane and and even spirit realm, the dream realm, getting our messages. There's so much that's heightened right now. And you have to find the spaces where to take a break, where to take a breath. I really recommend, even if people are, you know, avid swimmers, dancers, marathoners, do yoga, walking, being in nature, unstructured, let nature speak to you. Right now, in fact, this morning when I was doing my meditation, I was getting a lot with animal communication. And I'm actually going to open up today to do animal communication. So if any of you want that, again, call in number 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad if you want a reading or have a question. See, we're being asked to slow down in this part of the awakening, no matter what level you are in the awakening, no matter how wide your awakening is. In other words, you're taking in more and more information, more and more um, universal galactic influence. You know, you're seeing more. You're not caught up in the extremes of the polarity plane. There still is more to learn, more to do, more more to ascend which is really encompassing more the totality of the energy on this earth plane and beyond the earth plane, terrestrial and non-terrestrial. So it is, even though there's parts of this that's similar, even in the astrology, you can look at similar times. It's similar, but it's not the same. We're not at the same level of awareness and consciousness you know, some say we're going back to a time that we were more aware. You know, we're reliving, redoing that Atlantis, Atlantean time and Lemurian. That's what I'm saying. You ha- we have to keep the heart about us. We cannot just go into the Atlantean aspect of our being, just the technology and cut off to, do, to, be, to wanting to be safe. Because emotions are running high right now. And with this so much change and, of course, with the war, things that are going on, multiple wars, this, this is not the only war. Um, we're being more made aware of this one. We're invested in, in this one in front, behind the scenes and in front of the scenes um, in the Western world, definitely United States and, uh, well, France, England. So people are starting to wonder, what is really going on here? You have to trust your call, where you are called and what you're called to do. You have to trust that. And the only way to do that is to get quiet. I know it sounds, and you probably have heard, I've been making a point of it, that over the years, more and more people the guests that are coming on are talking about the quiet, the meditation, the contemplation, the opening to receive. And we can only do that if we carve out some time, if we allow the time. This is why a lot of the bigger awakenings or transitions happen when we have space or they happen in a way, create space in our life. 
the greatest growth that I had at one point, and I and I was blessed because I had done, you know did quite well financially through modeling and acting. I was able to take I don't know two or three years off, and just purely study. I think I might have done a couple of jobs here and there, but nothing. You know, a couple of healing sessions. I think I did a music video and a, a couple of music videos or one, and I don't know maybe one modeling job. But for the most part, it was you know, and I moved out of the country to focus on my inner work. But that space was granted to me through my higher self, was opened, and I took it, took it. So right now I would say try not to fear the space and allow it and see if you can just get some unstructured time. I mean, sometimes I'll walk two, three, four times a day. It just depends, you know, and opening up, you know, through the upper chakra, okay, let me just be guided. Let me. The, it's the it's the feminine aspect of us individually, and the world and the universe that's what needing to come through. We've we've been in this hyper masculinized world. I mean, the masculine is beautiful. That part of us is amazing. But it knows what to do. It's you know, you got wood, build a shed, you know, make something, put it out there. And so we, and that's what I feel very hard for a lot of people is they're, we've been on overdrive of to do, to do, to do. If we don't know what to do, then we consume. And this part of the awakening individually, and it's starting to hit more of the collective. This is why a lot of, you know, there's a lot of mental, emotional health issues right now. Because we haven't had the narrative in our mainstream world that it, unstructured time is okay, you know. Um, we, we've been taught you need to even do something in your unstructured. Then you have to garden. You have no. Maybe you just need to lay around and be open. And if you walk, well, I have to walk to here. No, maybe you just start walking and see what that other part of you wants to come through. Once you start aligning to this. The structure will be there. It will support what's newly coming in for you. But it can't do that if we're not allowing the unstructured time, the void. Because what happens when we have unstructured time, we meet the void. We meet that space within ourselves and within the whole earth, what, like what's in space. People don't like going towards the space, the darkness. People don't like going. It's like, a, it's like a deep lake. What's in there? We can't see the bottom, so it must be something horrible. But yet there's a lot of minerals. There's a lot within there. There's a lot of inner riches within that. And to make it into this next level of the transition, of this great transmutation that's taking place, in order to have the new forms, so we have some new forms, but we're still in a transmutation process. A lot of these new forms are will not stay into being. They're 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 bridging us to the next and to the new. Oh man, yeah, you've been so tired to you. Yeah, yes, the, the exhaustion because stress is exhausting. Distress is exhausting, and the subconscious is reading all of this. We all have like little feelers that go out energetically and, and through the nervous system. It's our nervous system. Our nervous system is the communication system of the body. So we pick up things. That's why people say, oh, you're nervous or you're, 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 you're nervy. 
You know, you're picking because you're jittery, you're nervous. You know, you're, you're fidgety because you're nervous because you're picking up something that you're not comfortable with. So there are things that you can, you know, take, you know, extra vitamins, um, minerals, homeopathic preparations, box flower remedies such as oat, oat straw, um, oat things that, you know, calcium, magnesium, things like calms. You know, there are things that you can do that help your nervous system deal with this. You know, it's the information highway. It's, it's giving you the information in your body as to what's happening. So we have to balance the information that it's getting by the external influence that are coming in and then also the internal aspect of you that doesn't know what's going on and it is reaching for something to make it happen or not happen. So it's really like we have to learn to have our own plateau, create our own plateau and our own reset, reset button. So anything that's unstructured helps do this because the left side of the brain, the masculine part of this is very much about structure and form. It loves doing something. Even if it's eating or shopping, it doesn't matter. It wants to do something to make something happen. Or if certain feelings come up or emotions, it wants to do something to alleviate it. It wants to fix. So great trait, but taken too far, it's, puts a stranglehold on the feminine, on the receptive. So as we're opening to receive more, we're actually reinforcing it or strengthening our interconnection to everything and everyone, including nature, animal beings, so that we begin living in this world that is more consciously responding to us and we're more consciously responding to it. And I mean in consciousness, we're aware of the synergy of the responsiveness. It's always there, but we haven't been as aware of it and utilizing it. As we ascend or expand into the higher levels of conscious living, that's what these awakenings are, the soul alignment, as we're aligned to the soul, as we begin experiencing and expressing more as soul beings, the totality of us, going to be this responsiveness. There's actually going to be less manual labor and doing and more visioning and opening up to. You know, with some effort, of course, because we're still on the earth plane. And it is about persistence and effort. You know, Capricorn energy, it's earth energy, Saturn, you know. But less. We're opening up to the extended, expanded aspect of us, coordinating, and, and that is us. So we have to give the little self something to do, the ego human part, until the full sub- summation or submation, sublux, uh, sublimation is another way to look at it, subsuming into the soul. We're not there yet at that part. We're still in the bridging aspect. All right, let's get to some callers. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, my name is Zara. Um, Hi, Zara. Hi, I was wondering if you picked up anything about um, whether my relationship with my daughter will improve. She's she's, she's a young adult, and um, 
I just feel like it's a little bit of it's a little bit tense lately, and I, I'm, I, uh, I, I mean, I I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like she um, thinks that I'm trying to control her, but I'm not, and I'm just seeing what you see around this. Like, will our relationship improve? Well, it will, but I do feel there is a heavier, more of an influence. I feel she's trying to individuate. She's trying to find her own voice. I feel like you two could have been very close before um, and to the point of enmeshment. Mm-hmm. So she's needing to separate out. Um that's what I'm getting, and she's trying. So it may she's trying to create distance to hear her own voice is what I'm hearing, her own thoughts, or what's right for her. Um, were you vo- vo- very vocal in the past about what you thought was right or wrong, or best for her, or best for you, or what's right in the world? Yeah, I was. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So see, that's what it is. So. Um, you have a very strong personality, even if you're not saying anything. There's an energy that comes mm-hmm. out of if you like something or don't or don't agree. So I feel mm-hmm. she's trying to find um, her voice is what I heard. Hear her voice, hear her own thoughts. Like, because she still mm-hmm. wants to make, she still wants to get approval from you and make you happy, and that's making her mad. So part of it is herself. Part of it is mm-hmm. the anger towards herself. It's causing a bit of this mm-hmm. distance. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a very imp- better that she does it now than, la- than through a lot of mistakes later on in her life. It's a very important psychological right. and emotional developmental stage. Um, and usually it does mean that, they're, that they have to separate out from the parent that they were closest to. Mm-hmm. And that would be you, right. Zara. So that's why that's happening. It's a very natural, and um, even sometimes defiance or disagreeing, even if she somewhat agrees on the inside. She's trying mm-hmm. to find her her way and, again, hear her voice. Okay? I mm-hmm. hope that helps. Yeah, yeah. I sort of knew it was, like, um, just trying to... I had a sense that it was like finding her own voice and just, you know, taking some, putting some distance in between us. But I just obviously would like it for it to resolve (laughs) sometime soon so that we could engage again on a more, the way we used to, you know, friendly without the tension. What would help is, yes, if you are... Uh, more focused on yourself and your life, maybe a hobby or something right. that takes the emotional and energy, the energetic focus, because you're you're kind of watching her. It's like watching a pot boil, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she feels mm-hmm. watched. So, mm-hmm. like you're waiting for resolve to go back to how it used to be, and it's not going. What it, what needs to happen is she needs to learn and to be able in a peaceful, calm way, not only just say no or no, I don't agree, or I do it this way. She needs mm-hmm. to be able to make some decisions that she feels comfortable with and good about that won't be judged right. by you. She's mm-hmm. not there yet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, telling her, you know, honey, you, I'm sure you know what you, you know, to do, or you, you know, I respect your choices or whatever is appropriate. If you can mm-hmm. hand that right. control mm-hmm. back to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All Thank right, you very Joya. much. You're so Thanks. welcome. Take good care. Keep us posted. I know it's hard because you guys, obviously you were the closest parent because it always happens that way with the closest parent and they don't usually understand it because it's like, how can we go from being so close? But yet mm-hmm. this is so important for her, you know, emotional, mental development. Of course. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. All right. I'll be patient. Thank you. You're so welcome, Zara. Take care. Bye. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, this is Kate. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. I am... Uh, wondering about um, April. I have a lot of plans and big changes coming up in April. And how does that month look? Oh, that's so good. You know, I've been on my blog. I've been. I did March, April, and May. The oh. numerology. Yeah, oh, it's interesting. You're saying cause, yeah, because April and May there are really some decided changes. I feel March was there's still a little bit of this stuck laggy energy um, uh-huh. I do feel right are you feeling that yeah it's kind of um, but also I'm motivated but I'm also building you know kind um, of like preparing yeah and building yeah. a foundation kind of yeah yeah well that's what you know it's so funny because I was talking to someone this morning and I was saying that um, yesterday morning what was the client yeah with the foundation it's like it's this really is like building a house you're still Mm -hmm. building but you're doing the framing you know or maybe part of the house is in and you can see Mm -hmm. where it's going but it's not there yet yeah and so people are getting a little fatigued a little tired like okay yet the other part of you knows well I am making headway the the rational part of us knows oh I'm making headway things are moving forward but there is this oh come on already um, I can definitely say it's, it's – I feel more mid this year. When is that? May, June? Is that mid? That's mid. Mid to the end is where we're going to see more of the changes and people coming together and things clicking more, clicking into place more. Right now it's still those gears kind of going. Um, okay, do me a favor. Just give me the month and day of your, of your birthday. Um, it's a good one. I'm nine twenty-two. Oh, cool. Equinox. Equinox. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's right. Nine twenty-two. Okay. Let's see. So I'm gonna just look and see. Call you in. Oh, so you're in a very transitional cycle, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it changes. See, what's interesting is um, right around your birthday, so let's say a month or two after it, it, so into the close of the year and then next year, there is a lot about moving forward, business. You could find yourself with new people, new environment. Um, Definitely much more on the business. So you're still in that um, transitional phase still building it but it does seem that april there's probably mid the end of april there is some kind of breakthrough however small or large so you're definitely moving forward whatever it is you're creating or putting in motion i feel april may maybe it's kind of end of may maybe or end of april 
um, there should be some kind of breakthrough, like breaking ground, you know? Yeah, it could be the plan. Is there plan. something you're doing work-wise? Is, it, is there something with well, work? That's the question, yeah. That's what am I doing work-wise. <laughs> I don't want to do oh. what I've done in the past. Uh, I mean, I, the, um, COVID um, hastened it, but yeah, definitely don't want to do what I, I've stopped doing what I've done in the past, like seven years. So now um, I'm moving. In April, I'm moving and then deciding, the, planning the next work. Okay, so do me a favor. You're probably not going to know totally or have something launched until your birthday, even if you do stuff in between, okay? Um, oh, yeah, and that's something interesting. Like I thought my of, own yeah, I can imagine that. Yes, I yes. mean, I, obviously, I need to work. I need to work something for income before that. But right. yeah, that makes sense to to do yeah. to actually business. And yeah, it takes a couple months. Yeah. So that it's interesting. So you're next this cycle that you're in when I was talking about a move and business and being around more people and it coming together. You're setting that up. So oh. by the time you move, yeah, by the time you move, you start reaching out, chit-chatting with people, whether online, in person, you're out and about more, then things are going to come more together. Um, I really keep seeing, like, this wheel. Like, it's a, it's like a wagon wheel, and then it's like a, a spin the wheel. There's a lot with you. With, I would look at Wheel of Fortune, uh, uh-huh. you know. Uh, like something is, you know? Hmm? What? The tarot card of the wheel. Well, not just that, but I see. But it, there's, but it's a, it's represented as a wheel in a lot of different ways for you. It's the, oh. yeah, it's the wheel, it's the wheel of fortune. It's um, oh, what is it? The wheel, you know. There's, it's like the things are changing. There's a lot of circles around you, like beginning, middle, and an end, completing a, a circle, a spiral, complete, okay. and then starting anew. Yeah, it's not just in because t- I'm I'm looking out my window looking at it, um, and I just saw saw <laughs> saw this big wheel like a wagon wheel like it's it's like I'm getting like, like chariot also forward motion but the ten the energy of the ten for you I don't yeah, know well know. maybe because also next year you're going into a ten cycle next year ah. or not next year your birthday rather of your birthday this year you'll be in a um, let me see because this year. Yeah, next year. Yeah, at your birthday, you'll be in a in a tense. But the specific ten that you're going to be in is has a lot to do with community and coming together and family or friends that are like family. So there is more of this cohesive, more of this coming together where you may have felt more on your own in the previous right. cycle and then the cycle you're in now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anything else? It's good, good, good move. Good move. Oh, I. Do you think? Um, it doesn't really affect me so much, but they. I've heard about, like the. Do you write about the stock market? Like I've, I've read it. It will really go down. In the next couple months, but not. You know, don't panic. I... It'll. 
Well, yeah, and I was asked this, I think on this podcast I talked about, and I definitely talked about in my Patreon group because I do specific readings. And I have been saying, even with Bitcoin, if you know what you're doing and you can get in and then get out. I mean, Elon mm-hmm. Musk sold all of his. You know what I mean? There's something else be- besides the Bitcoin. And anyway, right now, if you turn in Bitcoin, you get dollars, right? You get fiat money, whatever. Oh. So I'm not, yeah. Yeah, if you turn it, in other words, it doesn't matter how much Bitcoin you have. When you want to exchange it, you get fiat currency. You get dollars or pounds or whatever you're, whatever you're taking the, the receipt in. Um, that doesn't mean people can't make money. You just have to – same with the stock market. Is it going to go down? Yes. It, it, I see that as a psychic channel. I receive that from my guides. I see that in astrology. Yeah. I feel because we're going to be in this very – volatile intermediary uh, intermediary place Um, things like have your your own land or home uh, commodities are going to be but see you have to know how to trade those too because definitely people will be able to make money in the stock market but you need to know are you going long are you shorting what are you doing Um, same with Mm -hmm. commodities these are areas that I feel people can make a lot of money in if they know what they're doing because it's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of scarcity. And when things are scarce, the price goes up. Same I said with oil. People were talking about the electricity or the electric grid. And I said, ah, I feel oil going up and I feel like there's going to be a premium. And part mm-hmm. of that astrologically is that Uranus and Taurus, the North Node and Taurus is our resources. The south node in Scorpio, ruled by Pluto, has to do with the underworld or underground, which could also be said to be oil. However, you know, oil and minerals are still, yes, it's, you could say, oh, it's, it's by Pluto or it's Neptune. You could also say it's Taurus because it rules the, Taurus is what's terrestrial. It's the earth. So I, I think people, you know, I think some places like um, small, you don't want to think huge right now. Even people starting little restaurants or bed and breakfast or, that they love and they like and within a community. Those people that are looking in a specific communities or niche markets are going to thrive. We're, we're getting out of a, a huge generalized market. There's going to be multiple niche markets. So, that's what I would say about that. Part of the thing is the stock market is also a bit rigged. So when yeah. it ha- and it's emotional, it's based on emotions, and it's also manipulated. Yeah. So and, and it's backed by the Federal Reserve. It's not part of the government, so it can do whatever it wants. So when it tanks or how it tanks, well, the timing is not going to be exact on that. Same with housing. I feel we're at the top of the market. It may go up a bit more, but it's definitely peaking. And then it's, it's right now it's a seller's market. It's going to turn into a buyer's, buyer's market. Oh, I didn't see that. That's interesting. Oh, listen. Okay, Bob is in the chat is saying hot up on commodity. Cat litter has oh. gone up 40% in two months. Most of it's mined in the U.S. Yeah, see, because wow. right now there's going to be a push – for our resources, what are our resources? The, 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 the idea of limitation of, of resources, we've never had to deal with that. We don't even, we've never even 
thought of the idea. So now True. that idea gets more into the mainstream world, I, I would say another investment is water. And I do see at some point we're going to have desalinization, um, you know, plants. Right. So I think things like not particularly bottled water, that's going to be passe, but, uh, but maybe it's where people fill up or there's a reserve on somebody's property. See, think, think back in the day, homegrown community. What's going to be happening is, and I've been telling all my clients, you know, that are doing businesses, I'm, I'm like, make sure you have an online component. Um, community people that, that you get to know that will support you in, 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 in person, but then you can translate it also to online. You know, if people come to visit or like what you're doing, they can also stay connected or purchase online as well. So I hope that answers. Um, yeah, yeah, that was very, thanks for the time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think this, even if you people are not in astrology, I mean, can you bring up a good point because in talking about this, because I feel like if people just read and maybe watch some videos on like North Node and Taurus, South Node and Scorpio. Um, mm-hmm. North node in Aquarius, uh, south node in Leo, or what is what is Leo about? What is Aquarius? What is Taurus about? And what is Scorpio about? And how do they interact? Because that's this axis that we're – talk about a wheel. That's the axis of our wheel. Maybe that's why that was coming through with your question, Kate. The axis – and this is the thing. All tools, you, don't, you only need to know as much as you know for what you do. You know, like I – invest in commodities or stock. I don't know a lot of stuff, but I know enough to, to, be in, to make some informed choices. So you don't have to know everything about everything, you know, about something, but just we need to know enough that informs us what's going on in the world. What does Taurus mean? What resources, the earth, building? The Pluto the, 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 and also ruled by Venus, our, our values, our principles are changing. I want to say I, I feel like there's going to be two tracks that there'll, uh, uh, or there'll be one in the middle, actually, too, kind of in between. But there is a, a movement for this back-to-the-homegrown kind of slow food, slow pace, you know, uh, slow fashion, redoing, renewing reusable and then there's going to be for sure and then all that is in in between and then for sure there is going to be these smart cities very more plasticized swiping left swiping right qr code you know not only just um petri dish you know food um you know meta you know just just different and that's where we're going. That's what, that's what it's showing. It's showing in astrology. That's what the guides had showed me. And people, the, the, the choice point is going to be where do, where do we fit in or fall in? Now, somebody may be growing food and farming and maybe have a nice little high-end niche market where some of the people in the more prefab living, the, the smart city and smart apartments or smart, you know, uh, skyscrapers, smart parts of the city 
may want certain things brought in that they that they can't get or their 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 quality of air or how they live doesn't have that and the Aquarius is for the group it's for the community Leo is about us individually coming from the heart it's inspiration inspired action you can't go wrong by following your inspired action and where you're led where you're inspired what harnesses the most creativity and creative expression or self-expression for you and being of service to some form of the group, some form of, you know, the community. You won't go wrong. You know, your, your higher self will guide you and, and lead you. So say again, how do you tap into that better? Well, you you tap in by you feel like a little upswing of energy when you think about doing something. And you can also uh. begin to see how it will fit in. And you can right now, and, and there's a lot of people that have been talking. In fact, I heard an interview with Snoop Dogg the other day. There's just a blip of it. I don't even know what show it was on, but I think it was an advertising. But he was saying, you know, um, Never go for the money. If you do, you'll be disappointed. But you can make a lot of money by going for what you really love. And I think we had Trey Hardson on the other day. He said, well, follow the God spark. That was one wonderful kernel. You got to wait for the God spark. That's the problem. People have to wait right now because the old is finishing up. And you don't yet have the God spark. Like, oh, this is what I want to do. And then second thing, he said, you got to look and see what kind of wings are you using? What kind of wings are you flying with? Meaning... What are your talents, your abilities, and your gifts? And then he said, perfect that. So right now it's a bit of like looking at what you love to do, what you're drawn to do, and where can that fit into the bigger picture in service, in some kind of expression, right? Mm -hmm. And the money will, will come. You know, the money will you know, I, I'm even thinking about starting a couple more YouTube channels to help people. And part of me is like, okay, yeah. what about the monetize? I can't, but see, the thing is, it's not the money. And even doing the show, I mean, I, I never did it for the, the, the monetary aspect. That's come in other ways. But it does help me connect with more people, reach more people, and it helps me share my gifts. So that's where we have to look right now. Where is it that you can share your gift? What, first of all, what are your gifts? And realistically, what do you like doing? And then, then just visualize where is that placeholder? How is that helping? Who is that potentially helping? And then you put it in and you put it out there. Because that's what the universe is wanting right now. It's, you can see we're changing enough in consciousness that we need new forms are needed, this new information, right, information, to put the information into form. Information is the consciousness, is the vibrational frequency and wavelength. It's informa- it's, we feel it. it we, we, when we feel good vibes, bad vibes, nice vibes, whatever kind of vibes, or you feel something, that's information, and you decide what to do with it, Right. So we're getting a lot of information right now, and now we have to start putting it into form. What do, how do I put this into form? Where do I put this into form? Now, that form could be helping someone, creating something, starting something. It could be helping someone and starting something. 
you'll know. And I will tell you, it's going to be more than one thing. It's probably going to be three to five either different sources of income or resources. You know, I talked to a client the other day that I, I saw them, I couldn't believe I saw them farming. And I'm like, I think I'm way off, but I feel like you're going to do a bed and breakfast and canning stuff. And they're like, oh, that's our dream. And our daughter also has a, has a small little at-home bakery. And I saw that growing and them also having an online portion to it. So, but they love that. They love domestic stuff. They love, you know, the idea of having people over or having a bed and breakfast or having a little hotel. They love that. And then their daughter loves the food, the baking. You see how it all fits together? Yeah, definitely. That helps me. Um, I have to recreate a resume because I've done so many different things and mainly like that, three or four different things and contract work and working for other people what and do you working love for doing? myself. So I have to... What, is, um, what lights you up? What lights you up? Like I work with Jacqueline Hansel. She's that you can find her on Instagram. She does my editing. And she loves editing. She loves She's editing? like, send me your blog. The name? What's the name? Handel, H A uh, Jacqueline Handel, H-A-N-Z-L. And you can find her on my um, Instagram. This is my heating up my pocket. Um, but she loves it. She loves it. Um, she's also a speech pathologist. So she works all in communication. She's been helping me with some posting. She loves it. So that's what we're being asked right now. Even if we have to bridge using something we don't quite love or love as much, it's time to look at ways to get out of what we don't love and into at least something we love more, and that opens us to doing more and more of what we love. That's where the, the energy is going. So what do you love doing? Um. I like work being creating things at the moment with other people. So in a in a sense of training, but it's not just me standing and talking. It's with the other people, more action, um, experimental types of training and you like creating. Doing training? What do you like training? What What do you love doing? What about it about the training? Well, that's what I'm still working, figuring out. I mean, I've done a lot in the past. I've, I've done, um, I've done work, work like youth training, uh, work training, but I want to be in the more of using creativity. And so you like training people. Is one that's one part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Helping people. And what's the other part? Helping people. And then yeah. creating. Projects like what kind of projects? I don't know. Okay. Okay. So that's okay. So a lot of people are in that kind of place. Like, where does my skill set? Where does it? Where does it fit? And you just kind of have to just try different things until you feel that click that it clicks in. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the bridging that so many people are going through right now. That's the bridging. It's got I'm good. I was really good it... with um, 
I was really good with teenagers helping them find their spark, helping them explore in the in the work world of things and trying things that they didn't think about, helping seeing the skills in other people and then matching that with work. And then they would be like, oh, my gosh, I never thought of doing that kind of work because I, I um, did internships and, and placed people in internships. And I was really good mm-hmm. at assessing people and heading them, pointing them in the right way. So I always say when people are like this is, is start a blog or start posting from that viewpoint of what you're wanting to help people do. And then you're going uh-huh. to get response. That helps you get clear on what it is that your your gifts are. How are you actually uh-huh. helping people? You got you start to see it, it more in a fine tuned way. Right? A blog. All right, Kate. Um, okay, Wait, thank you so much. All right, that helped a lot. No, a blog. No, yeah, yeah, a blog or, you know, just post more Instagram, Facebook. I really like Instagram. Um, to make it more concrete what it is that you're doing, what it is that you're sharing. And then you, as you go through, then you find out more yourself. But we can't do it all no. in our head. There has to be a practical intern. <laughs> yeah, literally, your own internship of yourself, really, is what you're going to be doing. Right. Oh, All right. Bob Thanks. is saying in the chat. Bob is saying in the chat. Just done. Just done the. Do the resume tailored into two to four resumes. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean. Yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. Ones. Yeah. So they yeah. tailored to different ways, different things. Perfect. Okay, uh, we got a great guest coming on. Keep listening. Talk to you later. Bye, Kate. Thank you. Bye, bye. Okay, we got one Hello. more caller. Hi, welcome to. Hi, you're on air. What's your question? Hi, Michelle. This is Katie. How are you? Hi, Katie. Doing well. Hi. Um, I'm I'm relaunching a business, and um, so I'm making like candles and body butters and stuff like that. Um, but mm-hmm. I also have was doing a food business, like a food business before. And I'm kind of trying mm-hmm. to figure out which business to put most of my energy and focus on. And uh, I'm open to getting funding as well. I'm going to say which one is the more your passion. You can always do another one, but which one do you want to start with? Because having, being my own, an entrepreneur, having done multiple businesses, it, it, and, and this business is long, it, which I don't even consider a business. I was kind of thrown into the, what I'm doing. Like my mm-hmm. spirit God, I don't know. Just um, mm-hmm. what keeps me going is there's there's specific things that fuel my passion. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, yeah. And it's not the money. I mean, the money is great, but for instance, I could be so down, so depressed, just like why is things not happening? And one comment from someone just boom how their life is getting better or they use a certain tool or thank God I needed that reading or I think I tuned into your show or that session you gave me or that workshop and boom, that's it. I'm, I'm like on cloud nine. So you've got to, I can't answer that for you. What is better? Because even as a psychic, you have to feel it. 
Yeah, I'm open to, well, I, I really love both of them because they both involve a lot of activity, you know, and different things like that. Um, but I do feel like um, just maybe the candles and things like that may be better for me to get off the ground faster and get to Perfect. people faster. But ultimately, yes. of course, I would like yes. to, to have like well, a, when um, You can do more than one, but you can do, but see, once, and mm-hmm. that's the way, that's what I was talking about earlier is looking mm-hmm. ahead, where can this go? In other words, when I did my, when I wrote my book and I did my transformational CDs, I already had a thriving practice going. And I just did it for the fun. I thought, oh, this is cool. I'll do these CDs. This was even before, this was way early adopter to 2000, I think, 1999. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, clients, friends, people started buying it. Then a year or two later, you know, iTunes happened and they purchased stuff. And and then there was an online component. They came, some people came to me and said, we want to sell your stuff online. So yes, there's always going to be something entry level that you enjoy mm-hmm. doing, and that's going to lead to something else. So for you, if that's the candles and you love doing it, that's where you start. There's your yeah, start. Cause I, yeah, I was thinking I could do that, you know, like in pop-ups, you know, people are always hungry, right? So if I'm at a pop-up selling that, I can have my my treats there sometimes as well, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to see if my guides was, you know, guiding me or saying anything. But I'm thinking about Well, they are the guiding you, but you already you answered oh. it for you. I'm just helping bringing it out. Oh. Your guides are leading you that one is the entry level, one is the is right. the foundation. Yeah. And then yeah. from the foundation, you can build other things. All right, can All you right. keep us posted? Thank I'm you. excited I for will. you. This is great. You, you make Thank sure you, you, you start that and let us know. Okay. I will. I'll definitely send you some. Thank you. Okay. Oh, I love it. I love it. Soulpreneurs here. All right, we have with us back um, – the wonderful Dr. Leonor Marcian Maluna, spiritual teacher, healer, holistic doctor, also doctor of Chinese medicine, also Sufi healer. She's also an author. She spent the last 25 years empowering women to step into the true essence of their divine self and reclaim themselves and heal on all levels. Uh, Dr. Marciana Luna is the founder of Conscious Feminine Medicine, which is a nonprofit organization as well as the School of Conscious Feminine Medicine for Healers and Nourishing Women. She is here to give us some insight and understanding as to what is happening with the Divine Feminine at this time. Hello, Leonor. Hi. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much for being coming back. We were, you know, I was uh, talking about the program. I was saying I went to get my um, decaf cappuccino and do my walk this morning, go to see the chickens. Mm-hmm. And when I'm coming back out in the middle of almost nowhere, was this sign that said, and it was it was like it was a white billboard and then like a, a black um, graphic of a coffin, and it said patriarchy. R.I.P. <laughs> Rest in peace. I was like, oh, oh my God. The show. <laughs> I know. I was what? like, what the heck? Okay, Spirit has a sense of humor. But then I'm like, what is, 
what is next? Because it's not patriarchy or matriarchy. We, we really have to yeah. design something. And I think we touched on this last time and thought about going deeper into it. Um, Right. Tell me also your yeah. your book now, uh, Birth of the Conscious Feminine, right? A New Era of Feminine Sovereignty. Um, right. Mm-hmm. That's the one that's out now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what does that look like? Because whether in a man body or a female body or a little of both, this feminine aspect of us is that's what we need. We're on a hyperdrive of the, I talked about the beginning of the program of this, of the podcast. Right. Push masculinity. Mm-hmm. I don't know, right? Yeah, and I was listening. I was actually listening. Then I think um, you know you're right on it. What you were saying about slowing down, about connecting with nature, you know, about going into mm. the stillness, you know, all of that. That you know, we have that been in out. many ways. I know. <laughs> I know. I agree because I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you what my uh, perception of that is. You know why? Because we, you know, we ha- we carry so much trauma in our bodies. You know, we carry so much of that pain. You know, and it's all somatized in our body. And so, what do we do? Nobody wants to like go in and sit down and just you know let's feel the feelings, let's feel all this fear and grief and sadness and hopelessness. I mean, we don't do that. You know, we're, we're not wired to go in there. We're wired to, you know, seek pleasure usually. And we don't understand that, that that's what keeps us away from actually feeling our true essence. You know, all of that internalized conditioning and all of that pain. And so we don't, you know, we don't automatically say, oh, okay, you know, we need to go through that in order to then feel, you know, my my true depth of compassion where I feel the love, where I feel the safety, because we're, we haven't been taught that way. You know, we've been disconnected from that for, for eons. And so, but that is the medicine. You know, that is the medicine. It's it almost like to our, to our mind, it may feel... Um, kind of like uh, not the right way to go, you know, kind of like we're yeah, running the other right. way. And um, and I was actually talking um, about this uh, on social media as well, where, you know, we, especially with all the crisis that's happening right now, you know, with all of the, um, you know, with the situation and all these countries, and as you said, you know, earlier on your on, on the show that it's not, you know, not just this war, there's so much going on, right? And we just came yeah. out of this two year, or, or maybe we haven't come out of it. I mean, who knows, you know, this other, all this other yeah. trauma. And so, you know, and so that alone is bringing up a lot within us, you know, and it is an opportunity for us to really start feeling, you know, I think the feeling aspect is, you know, really key here it's like we need to slow down and feel it's like feel what is it bringing up for you you know what am I what am I sensing here you know and then and then realize that you know and moving and feeling and as they say you know you have to feel to heal you have to allow that Mm -hmm. trauma and all of the internalized trauma and the internalized patriarchy you know the places where we feel powerless and 
you know, and mm-hmm. hopeless and unworthy and, you know, all of that and shame, a lot of shame, a lot of fear and allow yeah. ourselves to be, you know, to, to just breathe into it because the breathing is, brings in the presence and allows it to transform. It's a really simple process, but it takes a lot of courage. You know, it takes a lot of courage because we have to sit there and, and be willing to look at our deepest pain and trust that we're going to move through it, not get stuck in it, which is where we've been for generations and generations, in my opinion, you know? Um, yeah. And that's the medicine, right? That's, that's the medicine that goes along with this slowing down and breathing and noticing. And, you know, a lot of people, when they slow down, they actually feel more anxious. And they're like, oh, no, no, I can't mm-hmm. do that, you know? And then they distract with something else or put on the TV or, you know, get busy, go on social media. Um, yeah. That just perpetuates that pain. It, it continues that cycle of trauma and internalized trauma that we all have, which is leading to, you know, continuously leading to the wars and the us versus them and the separation. And um, and so we need to shift the consciousness, you know, because as we're doing our work, as we're willing to step into these places of conflict within ourselves, then that shifts the consciousness. And then we take out that little bit, you know, from the collective, you know, we're, we're actually right. transmitting something different, you know, and, and that's how a new era is born, you know, then that reflects, Absolutely. you know, because when we see what we're, what, what's going on right now, we, we all, you know, I, I imagine most of us, at least most of the people, you know, that I've talked to, and I'm sure you do too, just, you know, we want to do something. We want to go and help and alleviate some of the pain. Yeah. And yet, you know, we might feel helpless, and we're not helpless. You know, we have to understand that we're part of the collective, and the best thing that we can do, I mean, I'm not saying no action. You know, action is, you know, might be important for, for those that, you know, that feel called to that. But every single one of us can look inside, can be with ourselves, and, and do our own personal healing. You know, which is basically to feel, just to feel what's coming yeah. up right now and to communicate that, you know, sometimes in community yeah. with others, you know, and, and be really honest, you know, and allow that non-judgmental space where we can um, share that either with ourselves, with others, so that we can heal this trauma and stop it yeah. from, you know, continuing to create the world that we're in, basically, yeah. you know. We'll put... Well, and we've always done action and protest, screaming and yelling and posting, but right. not feeling. Yeah. What does this bring up to right. me individually? And yeah. I think to your point, that's no matter what's done, we ha- we have to do that um, personal inner work at this time. It's not just critical, but crucial. One yeah. of the things that was um, yeah. I remember, in the, I think in mid nineties, and some a couple of my med uh, physical classes, there were talking about how the um, earth was getting more, losing its magnetic pull and getting more electrical. And even Greg Braden talks about this in one of his, I think it's opening to zero point conscious or zero point something, zero point. Mm-hmm. And I, we were, I remember in my classes, we were asking, well, what, you know, people were frightened. Oh, what does that mean if it's losing its magnetic pull? Because 
And the teachers were saying, well, we are the counterpart to the earth. We need to become more magnetic, which mm. is more feminine. We right. need to meditate more. Right. Rather than we need to slow down. Exactly. And that, because the earth, the earth <laughs> is not going to go. Yeah. It's going, it's becoming more electrical. That's its path. So mm. I so agree with what you're saying. It's like on so many levels, even the science of it, it's, it's right. pointing to our slowing down and embracing and integrating and utilizing this aspect of us. Yeah. Um, which. Yeah. It's just, yeah. That, you know, when we talked before, it's mm-hmm. like, it's a good You see it happening more, though. I mean, it needs to happen. I, mean, I, I do. I think the fear, the fear, even the fear of the yeah. idea of feminine, there's fear around it. Right. Yeah. The fear, um, and it's hard to sit with fear, you know. And, and mm-hmm. you know, last time I saw this study, this was in, in one of my other books, there was, that I looked um, at the statistics, there was at least 45% um, percent of Americans um, are on some kind of, of Western drug to, um, you know, alter the anxiety, alter their, you know, emotional body because, you know, they, because that's what we do, right? That's what, that's what yeah. we've been programmed to do. You know, not all of us, and I'm sure not a lot of your listeners, that's why they're here. But, um, you know, 40, that's almost 50%, and that was at least 10 that's years ago when I was wow. reading that statistic. That is a lot. Wow. And so we're so we're so indoctrinated not to feel, that it's weak, there's shame around feelings. And yet, you know, when we, you know, when we don't have the ability, you know, to process trauma, you know, whether it's, you know, personal trauma, ancestral trauma, trauma that's coming in through the lineage, and, you know, we've... You know, we've been through mm-hmm. a lot of different traumas, you know, just, I mean, women have been through their own traumas, I mean, you know, countries, I mean, you know, all of humanity have really been steeped in trauma for, you know, the last, you know, at least five to 6,000 years. And when we don't, mm-hmm. when we don't have the ability, we repress that and that creates separation and that also shuts down our ability to feel love and to feel compassion. And to feel that, that unity, that oneness with other, you know, because we shut down. And so in many ways, this perpetuates the trauma because all of those emotions are frozen in our own system. And so mm. going, yeah, and so going into, you know, the fear, just like we would, you know, just like if a helpless child, you know, a three-year-old comes up to us and, you know, and just, just, it's almost like just embracing, just having these, you know, just hugging that that aspect of us and just breathing and being with starts to dissolve it. And um, and I think, yeah, and I think fear, you know, fear is the old paradigm, fear and survival. Mm-hmm. And, and that creates, like I said, you know, that separation, that me or them, you know, that you or I, you know, it's kind of like it's not about loving and compassion and there's no safety there. Yeah. Yeah. So we were taught there, there's a safety in the separation, the idea that sort of we're separated out. But to, to separate, mm-hmm. you see that in the height of the, the division that keeps happening, that keeps getting played right. out in various ways. It's like the fear causing people to us and them and that high level of judgment 
Right. What's a way to um, come more aware of that within ourselves and what is the medicine for that, a remedy to help not only heal well, that, but I, to make that less yeah. extreme? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, you know, really um, starting to look at, you know, where we, you know, all of the, you know, the conditioning that's going on in our mind, like where are we subscribed to, like, oh, if I feel this, this makes me, you know, it's like our our, our identification that feeling give us a certain value, right? And so we can weed out our value, you know, our worthiness um, is not in what we feel. So we as human beings can feel everything and anything from, you know, great excitement, bliss, you know, joy to grief and sadness and hopelessness. And it's like, you know, it doesn't mean anything about our true nature, right? Because, you know, as this divine blueprint that we are, you know, the soul aspect of ourselves, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, our value is not in how we feel or what we feel. The feelings are kind of the messengers in, in a, in a way. And they're showing us, you know, whatever we're feeling, if we start to track that feeling inward and let go of the judgment, you know, let go of the shame about feeling fear, let go of the shame or thinking, oh, I should be happy or I should be grateful. You know, that's a, that's a big one that has a double-edged sword as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if we let go of some of that judgment, we can start to listen to the feelings and go inward and then, and then you know, the feelings will lead us right into wherever there's conditioning, where there's trauma, where that, you know, that aspect got frozen within us. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it's really simple in terms of just being present with it, meaning just breathing, you know, just breathing and surrendering it into the greater spirit, into, you know, the divine. You know, if we see the divine mother in container, yeah, mm-hmm. the divine mother is really, you know, um, the great mother, right? Because I see the divine mm-hmm. as, you know, this great mother that's giving birth to all of creation, including ourselves. And so there's always that container around us and, more importantly, within us. It's also within us. It's who we are. We're an aspect of that ray of light. And so, so let me visualizing you, that. Um, yes, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, we just have a weird delay on the uh, to the, the platform. But uh, so part oh, of what okay. I'm really hearing you saying, it's it's not always that we have to do something with it. You're really right. suggesting just to feel, yeah, and be with it, and and and, exactly. itself, and to allow process. There's something that will happen or not happen. There's something that will, well, there's always something that happens. <laughs> but to, to, to really, right. Right? I know, there is something when you exactly. sit and you really hand something over and does that. Right. So it's not necessarily to have to I, do something with it. It's just to be with it, to feel it. Right. And that's the other, see, so that goes back to what you were saying earlier. It's like, you know, we're in the doing, 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 and we're actually shifting mm-hmm. out of that. And trying to balance the being part, the feminine aspect, the one that you don't have to work so hard. I heard you mention that one. I was like, yes, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. You know, where yeah. there is doing, 
but the foundation from where that doing comes from is not fear and survival. It's more love and safety. You know, so we're shifting the Mm -hmm. core of where we're living from. And so, yes, the process is to actually be with. And what we're, mm-hmm. the only thing that we're doing is we're actually uh, putting our awareness, because wherever we put our awareness, that expands, right? So we're putting our awareness on this, on this feeling, and we're breathing into it. The breath is the bridge between the divine and the human aspect of ourselves, right? And so we're infusing it with breath. And that starts the alchemical process. And the alchemy is, you know, where it transforms, where it shifts vibrations, where this place where you were in total fear can actually start to dissolve into the vibration of peace, of love, because... That's always there, which is what I was going to say earlier. That container is underneath and in between all of the other noise, all of the other density, all Mm. of the other emotions that we feel, all of the conditioning, right? That container of love is in the ether. It's it's consciousness itself. So it's always there. We just have all this Mm -hmm. noise and conditioning, and we can't feel it. But we're always going to land there if we start to trust that you know and so it's it's just being with that and sometimes it'll take 20 minutes and sometimes it'll take two hours you know but it's like and also like you were saying going in nature and doing this going for that walk you know because nature it automatically starts to shift our vibration as well and doing the breath the breath work is a great way to bridge a great way to bridge that place of you know, whatever emotional disturbance we may be having in the moment to actually moving deeper into our truth, into the love, into the safety, because the safety is there within us and the peace. Yeah. Well, I think beautiful. Oh, Lenora, beautiful. (laughs) Well, so well put. Well, you keep saying safety, and I think that that's this time of tumult, (laughs) transition, upheaval. Yeah change, right. a lot of words for it, yep. is people are having to learn that the safety is within, you know. Exactly. It, it's got to develop that core. Um, what would you say the, the conscious feminine, you have conscious feminine medicine, but conscious feminine, it, how would you, I know it's, it's, it's such a big landscape, but one way right. to, or a few ways to describe that. So for me, yeah, when this was coming in, for me, what was important about consciousness and putting the word conscious feminine is because, um, you know, this new era of sovereignty is really about us becoming aware that, that within us, our authority, our power to learn to lean into that, to learn to access this divine dimension within us and to do it consciously, like all the way through the mind. It's not about necessarily, you know, outsourcing, you know, ourselves Mm -hmm. or giving our power away or, you know, our authority away anymore. It's about learning Mm -hmm. that the divine is within us and how do we bring that through all the way into our minds, into our consciousness, 
um, because it's not and mm-hmm. and not just thinking about it as a concept, but also embodying it. So trust the body. Yeah, and I think the body presents its own limitations because we've you know we carry so much pain in our body, and so we tend, like we were saying at the beginning, to kind of not want to go there. But mm-hmm. but you know the body will show you you know exactly where you know where the doorway is for that for whatever that is to heal that you're dealing with you know so if you have pain in your neck you know or migraines or lower back pain or you know immune issues or fertility issues um you know it's almost like going in through that door because it's that conditioning that you are dealing with and that pain and suffering is in your body and it's reflecting it just regulates your system and it's showing you exactly you know, where to go in through, you know, so it's, so I had, I, I'm going to show you a, a little story. The other day I was working with this um, person we were doing, I was doing a group and after the meditation, um, she says, well, I couldn't really focus on the meditation because my lower back was bothering me so much. And mm. and I said to her, your lower back is actually exactly what needed to focus, <laughs> you know, it's like that's where mm-hmm. you needed to focus on. Right, I was telling you exactly, it's almost like your body's yelling at you, saying, hey, over here, over here, <laughs> you know, mm. we're needing the love. And through our consciousness, mm-hmm. um, our, we have the power. It's like what we, you know, what we think expands and what we put our focus on expands. And that, this is part of our free will, which is another whole other conversation. But, um, you know, and it's important to to be realize that it's all right here in front of us. It's like it's all right here. We just have to decipher the messages that are that are literally, you know, brought up to our consciousness every moment of the day. You know, and trust our bodies and go within and reclaim, reclaim our truth, reclaim our power, you know, the sacred power that we have. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the um in many ways, the, the conscious feminine, I, I would say the true feminine, has been entrained and out, out of us. It's been trained and there's an entrainment right. to not listen, mm-hmm. to not feel. Um, and I find it very right. interesting, too, this part of the awakening is so much about the body. There's so much about health, right? Uh, physical, yeah. physiology. Um, that So that whole idea of opening up to an embody and become an embodiment right so that this way of living and being is seamless right yeah and you know uranus and and uh taurus right so yeah as you mentioned and you know i i've been a student of astrology since i was 12 so i love astrology and i you know Yeah, I do, and I use it. You know, I use it with our groups, and oh, absolutely, it's it's such a powerful language. Um, you know, to see the macrocosm and the microcosm, but you know, it's all about shifting. You know, our awareness of you know the Taurus of how we even relate to our body, and you know, realizing that there's sacredness and divinity and all of form, not just our body, right, but all of form. This is part of within loss you know, with the with uh, the repression of the feminine. It's like all, it's like divinity is in everything, you know, and especially yeah. in all of form. And 
it is through our body. This is the feminine way versus the more masculine spiritual path. Through the feminine path of spirituality, we can connect to the divine through our body. You know, through the sensations, through the actual feeling of love, of peace, you know, connecting with that, not, you know, shifting and just going, you know, kind of like that spiritual bypass that, you know, we've called it, right? Just kind of like, you know, going out there and just connecting with, you know, this, the blueprint, but outside of ourselves. Now it's time to actually connect with the blueprint inside and heal the parts that are, um, you know, frozen and somatized and still in trauma. You know, that's, that's the oh, deep I love how you're that saying we're all that. doing. Frozen. They're frozen. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of my biggest, like, realizations and ahas was, um, I think it was when I came back from India and I was in an ashram and I was studying, you know, all these different meditation techniques and um, mm-hmm. doctrines and all of them, even the, the mysticism, especially some of the mysticism, um, yeah. Western escaping the body and even what the teachers would say yeah you're meditating you know to and i'm like when i just stopped and i went what? what 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 are we doing here then we're earth and in a body right. so something twisted yeah. is going on here if you guys feel right. you have to escape the body that we came exactly. here to do all this meditation to get out then get out of the body no i think something yeah you guys, there's something you're uncomfortable with here right <laughs> Right, absolutely, and that was a red flag. You know, I myself went through many different spiritual paths, and before I, you know, was kind of literally bombarded with the feminine from within. But, you know, but we, I had to do that, which I know a lot of us have had to do that. It's almost like you, you know, learn all these other ways, and then, then we listen to this red flag. And that's, you know, about 10 years ago, I dropped, you know, most of my um, – connections with you know these other spiritual paths and really started to listen to what was coming through because just like you I was like there's what's what's wrong here like where's the disconnect there's definitely a disconnect and I couldn't articulate it right because you know it's not learned or it's not in our consciousness yet and so that was the exploration um and it has been for the last 10 years I could say my probably 11 years now and and actually um, so I created this, you know, the whole conscious feminine medicine, but recently in the last couple of years, I just finished with the feminine path app, which is an, uh, which is an app that you can download. And, and part of it is free <laughs> for people, for okay. women to, you know, start understanding what the feminine path is, you know, start to, you know, to, you know, some of the meditations on there are free. So there's this whole free aspect to it because I really want to make this available. That's my passion. You know, and I was hearing you speak about, you know, with the people about, you know, their jobs and their passion. And I was like, yes, you know, I agree. It's like, what, what really lights us up? You know, unfortunately, you know, the money sometimes has to be in the way. (laughs) We have to also pay the bills. It has a place too, but you better, yeah, it has a place, but you better be at least liking what you're doing and have some, yeah, absolutely. Passion for yeah. it. You know, believe me, some days exactly. I'm on the floor, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And then, bing, something happens, and I'm like, oh, re-energized and inspired, you know. Yeah, and, yeah um, or someone tells you how much your information is helping, because that's such a big 
you know, motivation for me. And so I created the feminine path and I, you know, I put a whole portion. So people actually just go to the website and, you know, register to be, you know, on our list. And I do a lot of free things on YouTube, actually activations and they'll get, they'll actually get a connection to actually download the app for free. So I want to offer okay. that to everyone and now, just let them know that it's available. Uh, no, it's still it not in the app store. Yeah. Okay, so what's it's your website? It's still not on the app store. It, yeah, so it's not on the web app. If you go to my website, it's on the website, so com, and you either register there or you can go to the page. It says the Feminine Path app, and you can download it from there. It should be on Apple in the next few weeks. You know, sometimes they take their time. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they do it to yeah, the web app. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's great. Um, they can yeah, access both by web. Okay. Yeah. So they can access yeah. both by web, and at some point, it also as an as an app. So you have a web version then. That's I have. It's a web version right now, and what I work with people, I tell them to just put it, you know, put it on their home screen, right? And so it's the same thing. Yeah. They just put it on the home screen. Yeah. yeah. So no, I think that's that great because some people. Yeah. Yeah. Some people like having an app on their phone. I have some apps, and then I'll ha I'll use the web version on my laptop. And, and right. so sometimes I right. think that's a good option for people. And then some people don't actually like using apps. They just they like a web version of something. So I think that's great that you offer. Um, yeah. Offer both. We offer both, and you can do activations there and deep dives, and there's you know embodied meditations, which is again going deeply into the body so yeah so there's a very helpful you know to really um you know come into our sacred power come into our sovereignty you know little by little mm -hmm. we're, we're shifting we're shifting yeah. <laughs> into this consciousness of love you know yeah yeah and i think it's also what you're saying um this embodiment it ha like what you're offering which my um, understanding is there's so different groups, different people offering what has this new consciousness, this new awareness, and we need it in forms, apps, books, on the web, you know, a lot of different forms, groups, ways of yeah. tapping into this energy and, and utilizing it, integrating it, understanding right. it, you know, it's within us, all of this is bringing this out, which like I love what you said too about frozen the, the emotions the trauma yeah like it is frozen, frozen. within mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it prevents us from actually you know because we've shut down and then it prevents us from actually accessing the feel good you know from accessing that deepest yeah. of love and then we we you know it also creates and supports addictions then you know it's like then we you know we yeah. want to feel good so we you know we do altered substances or even sugar or you know we do it with food we do it with relationships we do it with work you know any form of addiction or or mm -hmm. you know there's obviously worse forms as well but yeah and in terms of different forms um we just also i just launched um a community i think it's so important i know you mentioned about community earlier and i think especially for women coming together and having a place either online or in person of course we're online 
that, you know, that we can share, you know, some of these deeper places that, you know, whatever's being triggered, that's not the popular, you know, um, feelings or that, you know, are being, you know, things that usually are judged in our culture that, you know, we can feel free to express our intuitive or instinctual self, and we can, you know, also come together and do some of these practices, you know, the embodied presence practices. So that's another thing that I launched um, as well this month, been very busy, <laughs> which is the feminine embodied presence community. Um, yeah, that they can come and try for, you know, a couple of weeks and see if you like it and see if it, you know, if it clicks. And if it does, then they can continue to come. We meet twice a month online. Mm, yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm a big, big proponent of uh, mm-hmm. groups, definitely. I think it's so yes. important. Um, in person, online, just getting out. and Because otherwise, if we don't have that balancing information coming in, you know, if we're hearing, even if we don't agree with it, if we're hearing and around people that are having one tone, one energy, um, especially that's non-life enhancing, it could be very destructive <laughs> to our inner psyche. Yeah. That is for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I think for women, when you come on. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say, I think for women, you know, it's really important to support each other, you know, and there's a lot of power that comes from just mirroring each other as women. And because all of these things have been so suppressed for so long in our, you know, culture, you know, our emotions and our intuition, and, you know, it's so important for us to come together and support each other and, um, you know, walk each other back home, really, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's crucial and critical. I mean, things getting more electrical, there has to be a balancing component, and we are that balancing component. Yeah. We are that, that polarity aspect of the polarity. Only in order of yeah. time, but thank you so much for being um, here with us and coming back and sharing your wisdom. I just love mm, so much of what you. you have to share. It's um, not just insightful, but very, very, very helpful and very timely. So. Thank, thank you, you so for much. I appreciate you. Yeah. And inspired mm. to share as you do. Thank you. Thank you, my dear. So thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. Dr. Leonor Morosiano um, Luna at ConsciousFeminine.com, author of The Birth of the Conscious Feminine, A New Era of Feminine Sovereignty 2020, also Evolution of the Feminine Soul, and feminine wisdom. Um, yeah, really good stuff to integrate at this time, definitely. Thank you all for being here and co-creating this with me. Um, I just love connecting with all of you through this podcast. This community means a lot. Thank you those that showed up in the chat today to ground the energy, your support, and all of you that called in. Um, just always great to connect with you, really is. Um, if you want to connect with me, quick questions on MentorCam, um, Soul Playground. If you want to do personal work, I've got some offerings coming up at the end of March um, and April. I have some soul support goodies planned uh, for everyone. 
If that interests you, you can go to soulplayground.life. And love for you to connect on Instagram and also my YouTube channel. And let me know how I can support you, um, any particular readings that you're, um, I just did March and mid-March energy. Definitely I can tell you decided shift in the energy April, May on plan, prepare for it, do your own inner work, get the support that you need and want, and of course always look within. And like I'm always saying, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?